Let's start. Let's, oh, I want to sing that new nigun from last week. I sang it again. I sang it again yesterday. We're we're gonna be on page uh, Shelig. Shem Lamed Gimel in the Tzav Zeros. Well, let's sing that new nigun. story, the nigun came down during Mariv. It's during Shmona Yisrael. It's horrible when that happens to you. Because you're like, in the middle of Shmona Yisrael, you're in the middle of the Berkeley, the Brachas, and then this, this, this melody comes into your mind, you're like, what, what am I supposed to do right now? Should I ignore it and just keep on davening? Or should I just, you know, see if I can entertain it, but like, you know, prolong the, 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 the Shmona Yisrael. So I had the worst Mariv of my life that night. I was fighting, and then I just decided... Hold on a second. If I if 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 I'm gonna get it, if it's like meant to be, then I'll remember it afterwards. And uh, but the but I davened as fast as I could. I finished that shmona as fast as I could to remember it and put it into the phone. And then uh, the words came, and then we sang it that night with the gechevra, and they just went bazookas. They went crazy. We did it yesterday in Shalavim too. It was for chazak. 
Okay. We're in Ot Yud Gimel. In the Halig appears Setzner, Rebbe's, Tzav, Zeros. What a beautiful Sefer this is. We haven't learned it in a few weeks and I miss it. I want to learn the Ilui Nishmas, your, your grandfather-in-law. Chaim Meir Ben. Is Abba? Yaakov Nachum? Yaakov Nachum, right? Yeah. Chaim Meir Ben Yaakov Nachum. Okay, the Rebbe, the, you know, the Pius Setzner, want, he wanted us to know that he believes that we are capable. He wants us to know that, we, that, that he has emun, that he has trust, faith, belief in where we can get to. And he's speaking here in this oath about stuff that mamash, it, you could be saying it today, it's unbelievable. <coughs> now, as, any of you, as, as you know, from any of you who learned Reb Nachman, you know that it's a little bit difficult when it comes to what's called Sifrei HaMechakrim, which is the books of philosophy. The women, when we started learning this stuff in the, in the women's shir, Rabbi Nachman, it was very hard for some of the women to, 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 to... It's hard for men too, but with the women it was very difficult to understand why Rabbi Nachman is so adamantly against learning philosophy. Not just Greek philosophy, non-Jewish philosophy, even Jewish philosophy. The, you know, Rabbi Nachman was mamish not into for instance, like what? What kind of svarim would, the, would, would, would uh, Rabbi Nachman say you shouldn't learn? Mar and Avuchim, absolutely. What else may possibly? Rabbi Rab Sadia Gaon, Emunos Vedeas. Like these are, it was very, why? Because he said many times that philo- the world of philosophy is a world that everyone can enter into, but not everyone can come out of alive. Like you could go in there and you could start learning. And I remember one time you and your brother had this long, long debate, and uh, even on the bus in Ukraine about you know the Rambam and, and understanding what what is what to learn, what not to learn. Um, here the Rebbe is going to say, look, you can you can learn those things and come to c- good conclusions, but you don't need them. You don't need it to get to the conclusions bless you, that truthfully, you already hold in your own emet. It's like a very powerful, this is a very powerful piece, Yud Gimel. Um, Jeremy, do you mind just sharing, I want, I want Riel to see this inside. This is real. are there any other copies here? Of yeah, that's why we're there. This, this, this is just so powerful, this is just, it's, it's an amazing piece. That, that was mine. Okay, okay, Beseda, just listen, just listen over. The Rebbe says like this. Betach shamata oraita basvarim al metziat elohit. says, it's, it's probable that you found in books where you heard lectures about the existence of God, like a pr- proof of the existence of God, of the reality of the divine. Like we said before, there must be that you, you came across this at a certain point in your life. And that's what, I don't know, put you on the track or gave you what you thought you needed. But the Rebbe says, who are those books for? Le'otam chalushei emuna. Those books that talk about the proving of the existence, the reality of God, are actually for those that are weak in faith. It's funny, you'd think he would say, oh, it's good what you did, this is good learning. You got strengthened, and now you have a place, you have a core, now you can, you can grow from here. He says an amazing thing. He says, Davka, those books, those lectures that speak about the mitziyat elokit, uh, ex- yeah, 
the, on a proof level or explaining to you how it really exists, that's dafka for chalushe emuna. Those are for people of weak faith. Their proofs that they brought down in these books are coming from analyzing the world, analyzing creation, kind of attaching themselves to the chokhmah of Hashem, chokhmato, v'yecholto, and what Hashem is capable of doing. But he says here, Va'im gam ha'olam Is it necessary for you to, do you, need, do you really need this stuff? Do you understand what the Rebbe is saying over here? Does anyone, does anyone hear what he's saying? What do you think, Jeremy? I think some people, they do need it. I don't know. Right. He says, the people that think that they need it, and you look at the next two words, is oi va avoy. He doesn't say there's nobody that needs this. He says that those who need it have, uh, have weak, are weak in their faith, right? Or in their, or however you want to translate it. He's not saying that nobody needs these. He's saying, if you need it, you probably don't have very strong... He said oi va avoy, yeah. He said, that's a bad scene. I think we're like in a door of oi va avoy. I don't know, whatever people can get strength from, and they get the Muna from, read it, get strengthened, fight it off. I don't know. Yeah. That, that sounds like the despair Jeremy right now. I'm saying, like, meaning yeah, but it's not. Like, there's this Gerald Schroeder video about like the existence of God and the Big Bang and quantum mechanics and this and that. Cool. If, you, if that gives you like cloth. So the Rebbe so is not going to say that's not true. He's going to say that, of course, that's true. Okay, However... Okay. But Tavin, exactly. But understand that you're in an oiva avoy matzav. That it's like, you, that's what you need in order to, 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 I don't know, join the program. Why? Because what, what else is there? So the Rebbe says, there's, there's, there's a lot there. What, what is it? Look. Ha'im lotish, third line. Ha'im lotishma velotir'eh ech nafshecha betucha Beriata et Hashem, are you not? Don't do you hear yourself? When was the last time you listened to yourself, Davin, and said the words Baruch Ata Hashem, where you spoke to Hashem in the in in Lashon Nocheach, which means in present tense, saying Blessed are you, Hashem. When was the last time you listened to yourself, Davin? When was the last time you heard what's going what, what's going on? You know what's transpiring within you. You can't see how your soul is certain with how it sees God. And speaks to God as if he's right in front of you. You know, we just came out of Shachas. Do you know how many times we said the words, you, God? Speaking like right now, I'm talking to Avi. You, Avi. You, Jeremy. You, Uriah. Like, how many times did we just say that in Davening? Many, many times. Um... Well, today Davini was not the best example because it was a it was a train, but the G train I call it. <laughs> but essentially, we're supposed to notice and realize. Wait a second! I keep on saying these words. What does that mean? Aside from I'm davening, what does it mean? The Rebbe says, "Stop! Take notice. Your soul is certain of the emes of the existence of God. Why would you need to go to those things?" What's the oy vavoy? Oy vavoy that you don't pay attention to what your soul is clear about. Oy vavoy. Hen betfilata, the way it davens, hen betshukata, and with the passion that you say these words, Baruch Hashem. 
כיוון שבאמת רואה היא אותו יתברך לנגד עיניה. The Rebbe is saying, for certain, your soul sees God right in front of it. What is the place in you that thinks it needs the proofs? Where is that coming from? Hmm? It's the Seichel. It's the Seichel. Now, we want the Seichel to be enrolled as well. But the way the mind will get enrolled in a permanent way and in a way that's so much more authentic, real, organic, and everlasting is if it lets the soul, if it trusts what the soul sees and what the soul knows. Why don't we trust it? Because I think the first love is we don't even notice, we don't even pay attention to like the fact that what, we, what our soul sees right in front of us is for real. We, we, don't, we don't own it, we don't honor it. Why don't we honor that enough? It's embarrassing. What's embarrassing? The is embarrassed by the soul sometimes. What does that mean? Speak up. It, the, sometimes the seichel is embarrassed by the heart. Right. If um, if I'm, I can get obsessed with the whole idea that Chazal say, know when to answer uh, a pikoris, right? And so then I'm going to be stuck all day in proof, making proofs of God's existence. And I go back to the original cell, what was mm. before the original cell, and then I have, all, and I'm like all prepped and you know, motivated to answer an apikoris, but like I don't, I'm ignoring my heart, and the, the, the embarrassment of the, almost of the the tmimut of the of the lev is seen as like a tmimut which is. Sometimes it should be hidden. Or... Well, that's why Rabbi Nachman says that when you're amongst people that are speaking Divrei Apikorsut, get away. Don't be part of that conversation. He wouldn't say, he would just, he would say, that's, that nothing can come out of there. No, but you got the gush guys. You know, they want the intellectual. Hey, we're, this, we're being recorded. Right? No, Careful. sure, I mean, they want the intellectuals. They, they want to know that, it's, that it's, it makes sense, that there's Higayon, that there's, you know, the Rambam's involved. They want to like they want to make it make this. Yeah, the lev is nice, but can you really trust your heart? What are you feeling? You're just demonot in your lev. I want to make sure that it makes sense. I'll pay a sechel. And so sometimes the sechel like once it's uh, it's Indian. But he's saying here like the sechel isn't so ayayay. He's not saying the sechel is not ayayay. He's just saying in comparison to what the soul is experiencing, does that come close? That's what he's saying. He's not. He's not. It's very important. He's not bashing the, the intellect at all. He's just saying. Look at your arsenal. Well, I think it's also like an inyan of, like, if you're trying to justify everything by convincing yourself from an intellectual place that it's true and right, there's a risk that if you don't find a proof that brings you to a place of intellectually being able to process the, the reality, you might end up in a very... I call it, the, I call it the Jenga experience, right? One of those things that you, you could pull out one of those uh, little pieces in the Jenga... The whole thing is right. It's just a slippery slope. He's Unless saying. you open Pandora's box, it's right. So he says. So 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 go back to what Jeremy said. How do you, how, how would you how would you take what he said right now and answer that type of person? Isn't it? Isn't it? Just for like an oiva boy door that people need. Like they just need it. They need this side. They need this side. Some people. Some people. It's okay. They're led. They're emunab shuta. Fine. But some people look at emunab shuta and they're like, that's just childish. Yes. I don't want emunab shuta. I want to be able to wrap my mind around it, my soul around it, my heart around it, my this around it, my that around it. I want to be able, because you know, there's just so much confusion and so much static and there's so much information in the world. But I don't think he's saying here, emunap shuta. I think that like, 
witnessing what your soul is experiencing is not emunah pshuta. It's very. It's like emunah. Me- uh? I don't. I don't think so. I think it's. There's hashkacha that occurs like all the time, right? All the time. If you're if you're stuck too much on an intellectual pursuit, you're just going to write it off as ah okay, all right, it just happened. Because it's hard to rationalize sometimes. How is it possible that these things are so right. in, in, in line? Right? To- they seem like they're totally separate. They're not, obviously, but it's, you can, intellectually you can look at them as, as yeah. separate things. It's a very dangerous place. Right, he's not speaking too much about the dangers of that place. He's more, he, that's where Nachman would more speak about this. Here, he's just saying, take notice of, of, what, of what, it, what, what, what already happens all the time which is so much more potent than anything that can come from the, from the, from the books of proof. That's, that's, the, that's the point of this, of this parak, of this, uh, oh, let's continue. Kevan shebe'emet ro'ahi oto yitbarach l'neged enea uchshe tso'eket mimachovea When a person's in pain and is suffering and they come to a place of screaming, Lo iraraki atayim adi I fear no evil because I know you're with me. It's as if he says that It's as if at that moment you're actually holding on, you're grabbing on to the throne of honor at that moment. And at that moment, healing takes place. But you don't, you don't, it's like you, a person can say, you can be in such pain and you can say, and you're saying it because you think it's the right thing to say and it's, you want to show that you have a And then you'll say like, okay, I got to now run and make sure that I really believe in what I said. He said, wait a second, you, you idiot. Did, did you hear what you just said? It's as if you just grabbed onto the throne of God. Why are you, why are you belittling what you just said? It's because you're not in tune with, with what actually came out of your mouth. But when you said it and you were in pain, and you said, even though I walk through the valley shadowed by death, I will not fear evil because I know you're with me. That is more precious and valuable than anything in the world. That is your soul's da'at. That your soul, that's the emet of your soul. So is it emunah pshuta? I think so. Emunah pshuta usually means like, you know, like, like simple faith. This is, I don't want to say it's not simple. It's simple, but it's, it's the deepest. Pashut doesn't mean shitchi, you know. I don't. I don't think. Good. So I want to clarify that it doesn't mean right. It doesn't mean um, as a shitchi in English. Such shallow or superficial. Pshuta should be the deepest, deepest in the world, and I think that's what he's saying over here. You have a munab shuta. Why? Because when you're in pain and you needed help, you weren't stuck in this. Do I? Should I? Should I cry out? Or does he exist? Or does? No. Your soul was leading the show. And your soul was crying to what it believes is the source of everything. Why is it that when you were in pain and you cried out, you didn't have any need for any intellectual proof about the existence of God? But when things are working out for you and you're not in desperate need, then the contemplation of, I don't know, is this this really happening or not? That's what he's saying over here. When it longs, the soul, when it longs and pours out its heart before God, Omeret, what does it say? Ana Hashem, please God, Karveni Alecha, bring me close to you. Batel et atzmi umahuti becha. Nullify me and my essence in you. 
Because my passion to you is so massive, is so great. From this place, from this place, let's acknowledge this. This has happened to every one of us. He's saying, if this is true, why do you need external proofs about the existence of God? If your soul is so certain in what it sees, why would you need anything else? And he brings proof from this from Shlomo HaMelech, the wisest of all men. What is he saying? Shlomo HaMelech machriz ve'omer, chokhmot b'chutz tarona, the, the uh, chokhmas and the outside, you'll run after them. But then he says, Mi peti yasur heina chaser lev amralo. You know what you'll be told after running out for chokhmot that are outside of you? You're peti. Peti means... You're a fool, but not just a fool. The harder description is after the word henna. Chasar lev. You're heartless. You're a heartless person if you need to run out after external proofs of the belief in the, in, in, in the reality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, why does he say that he's, you're heartless? Mi shetzarich lechokmat chutz. Whoever is in need of external proofs, what he means by external means that you don't trust what your soul experiences. To bring proofs from outside the world. You are a fool, you are heartless. Not, not in a negative way, it just means you're completely disconnected from your heart. If you had a heart, meaning if you were in touch with your heart, you would see and know from your heart and you wouldn't need any wisdom that's outside of the heart. I want to make something clear. As clear as possible. When we usually, when we say the word heart and then we say mind, so sometimes we refer to heart as just emotions. That's not true. The heart has wisdom. Chokhmat aliv. The Ishbet speaks about binat aliv. This inner wisdom of the heart. What's that? I was going to say binat aliv. Yeah. Binat aliv. That's the, the Ishbet speaks about this a lot. About a person's, you know, ability to be in tune with Ratzon Hashem on a, like in this automatic level. He he believed that anyone can. It's possible. It's by saying of anybody. That's the wisdom of the heart. Well, the, all the people that were involved in the they were called Chachmele. was called Chach, yeah. But the right, Nachon, Bechol Chachmele, Bechem, Nachon, Wisdom of the Heart. What do you mean? That, that wasn't a spiritual avoda. It was also a spiritual avoda. It was exactly, exactly. So the heart has a wisdom to it. Now we don't, we don't really know what to do with that because we attribute wisdom to, to, to Brother M, to the mind, right? To, to the intellectual advancements, the intelligent advancements that we, that we come to. What's the wisdom of the heart? The wisdom. What's that? When you feel when something is right, like when you do music or when you do anything, fixing anything. Like, you know, right. It's not just a feeling. Right. Like, it's a chokhmah. Yeah, like it comes from within. It's a chokhmah. The Rebbe says the oiva avoid, Jeremy, is that we don't trust the wisdom of the heart. We deny it. We belittle it. We ignore it. So he's saying. 
people like that, yeah, they need those books. But oy vavoy. Oy vavoy. Oy vavoy for like, for, for ignoring the greatest gift Hashem could give you, which is the personal experience with the Kaddish Baruch Oy vavoy to that, to that world. So it's a very, it's a very, it's a very sad reality. But if we know this to be a truth, we, we, we should definitely pay more attention to what to the moments where we don't have any questions. You know, the the, the PSS says in in uh, I think it's in I think it's in I'm not sure what's safer. Shim would know. It says um, when you find yourself, you know, crying out to God over a tzara, in the middle of your crying you'll realize Hashem is not angry at you or, or, or punishing you, he just misses you. He misses hearing from you. So he had to give you something that will cause you to call out to him in a very you know, intimate way, in a very strong way, in a very personal way. I found that piece to be revolutionary because it, it, if you can get to that place while you're crying out to Hashem and Etzara and you realize... All, all, you, all, you, all you really are are missing me, God? Okay, so please, I'm taking it upon myself right now to call out to you, even when things are great. And then you're halfway out of your own sorrow. You really are. So this piece is just, I find this to be a very, very important piece where the Rebbe believes in us. He believes that we have it within us to know of the existence of Hashem just by paying attention to what our neshama is already experiencing. Now, what happens if a person says, I haven't said these words, blessed are you God with Kavana, in the longest time. I've been saying it every day, but I haven't felt this, you know, re'iyah, this seeing God in my davening in the longest time. What do you tell a person like that? Go to those books? What do you think? Start today. You have mincha. A wrestler would say, you have the forest, right? You would say, what are you talking about? You have that right now. But it's very important for us to realize we have the opportunity all the time to jump into what he just said over here right now. To jump into it. You know, the, the greatest answer I've heard to people that say, I can't do his it doesn't it doesn't flow for me. So I always say, and I've heard this, and it's, it's, it's a good aid, so you say, tell that to Hashem. Exactly. Like, say that. that, that that's what these... That's what these Bodhidus should be. Like, I'm not... Starting, the start of these Bodhidus is just like... Saying. Talking, saying that I want to do this. But right, but I'm not feeling... And, bef- and before you realize that you're already in, in this full... Yeah. You know, this incredible conversation with, with God that, you know, you thought you had to have things prepared and all these things realized and things set up. And, no, no, no. You show up and you'd be like, for, for five minutes, yeah, you know, I don't know if this is real. Um, it, it really, like, it feels so weird to me and... I'm like, you know, sitting here waiting for answers, but on the other hand, like, I know I'm just, should, should like, master the art of listening, but I don't even know if this is real, and I'm in such pain, because I wish it, before you notice, <laughs> you're already fully inside there, and, you're, and that's, that's the re'iyah that he's speaking about. That's what your soul sees. Don't tell me that a book can take you to a stronger place, a more firm place of believing in the existence of God, than that experience that the soul is having. Now, I can't lay that on a guy that, from the chaver that you mentioned because it's, it's a wiring. They're, they're just wired differently. It's a different wiring. And, and 
Baruch Hashem, on our trips we've had plenty of guys from, from, from you know, different yeshivas that are not, just not accustomed to it. It's a, different, it's a different setting. It's a different language. It's like, I've seen it. I've tried to have these conversations. People that are wired like that, it, it, it doesn't really... It just, you have to have, you have to have daven, that they that they're privileged to listen to their own neshama when they daven. Like, this would be a good piece for them. Not the go to the forest, do these burritos, dafka, this. It's like, do you pay attention, do you give notice to what your soul is experiencing while you're davening? You know? One time I, I was struggling so much here with that energy that I went to the gush and I met with one of the heads of the yeshiva. And uh, I said to them, I need to understand how, I need to understand the wiring, more or less. I need to understand, because it's just so foreign to me, it doesn't really, I, I, don't know, I don't know what to do with this. And we had a really deep conversation about what, what kind of role tefillah plays in a person's mind when the, the intellectual side is leading the way. It's almost like, you know, davening becomes, it's kind of tricky. Right, because what what room is there for tefillah in that in, in that in that makeup? It's very interesting. Whatever, it's a long conversation, and I don't want to chalila. God forbid, say anything that would be pogea any derech mechule. But all I know is that for us, for our door, I do agree with you. It's an oiva avoidoy, but it's also not because the real leaders that are growing today are those that know that this is the kind of emet that they need to ascribe to, that they need to believe in as opposed to the proofs, because that they, they've seen already, it doesn't continue to the next door. It would seem like in the Ma'alach of you know, Jewish history, there was like the Navi that was the leader, and then in the Galut, it was like Chacham Adif al-Navi, and Chacham is in the intellect. And it seems like now, Shechazarnu le'artzenu, a little bit more of the Nivua is actually coming back, where the experience yes. of the encounter with the Kaddish Baruch Hu will actually be Gover on the Chacham. Yes. It's sort of like in a transitional time now. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I want to... Okay, I want to end the recording.